right, small group leaders, we're going to give this a, a try again. Uh, Beth and I, are, yes, there we are. We are recording via Zoom once again for you guys. Uh, and this is not going well for us this morning. We've had interruptions. Uh, we've had potty breaks. We've had... Um, <laughs> Babies crying. Yes, we've had a lot going on, but Dogs we are persevering. Um, so we hope you guys are doing well. Um, it has been really uh, actually neat. I've had a lot of opportunity to talk, to talk to several of you. I know Beth has been talking to several of you. and just um, I want you guys to know when we're calling you and when we're texting and checking in, um, to be honest with you, it's almost more for us than it is for you. Uh, Beth and I are super extroverts, and so us being oh, careful, this is so hard. <laughs> we're not built for this. This is not <laughs> not what we're made for. Uh, yeah, I just want to thank the ones that emailed and text messaged their Zoom calls and their small group meetings. Honestly, like it's like a highlight to see you guys in community, and we're so thankful for you. So thank you. Yeah. So what we want to do today is. Um, help you guys through this, again, another episode of trying to help us through this new digital pioneering field, I guess. Um, what we want to do is just talk about real quick what we have going on, a couple announcements we have to make for you. Uh, we want to give you some tips and tricks on how to run a, an effective small group uh, via electronic platform. And then uh, lastly, uh, just chat with you about this coming weekend and what we're going to be doing and going into next week. Uh, so first announcement wise, we have some pretty cool stuff going on where we're helping out hospitals, right, Beth? Yeah. So we're doing a really cool thing. I think it was actually Tim's idea. So it's interesting that I will announce it, but my wife, yeah, it's Allie. Oh, well, and Allie is so much cooler than Tim, but, um, we're going to be doing and writing, um, cards for mm -hmm. people in hospitals. And then since um, the quarantine, people are not able to visit. And so we have a lot of people in there just suffering alone. And so how cool would it be for them to get a handwritten card of someone just giving them encouragement, letting them know that they are praying for them. So that is going on. There's actually a box outside of church. We had some students drop some off yesterday. So I'm excited that we're already getting cards put in. Yeah, so this is a great activity for you, uh, especially if you are... Um maybe a little artistic and you want to draw something and a you know, great thing to pass your time with also great activity to do with your kids. Mm -hmm. so I just want to encourage you to do that. Um, outside of that, we have a few opportunities coming up too. Um, we, Steve had just told you this last weekend about a food drive that's going on on Monday night. So it's, I think this podcast is going to go out on Monday. So tonight, five to 7 uh, PM, we're asking to bring by uh, selected items of food drop them off to be used at a men's home that we partner with up in Paris. Uh, we're going to have an opportunity for our small groups to jump in and help out provide an Easter meal uh, for the Brook. The Brook is not meeting right now in their church service, but they are still serving food on Sunday afternoons. To and it was the first time in 13 years that they didn't have a meeting time last Sunday. And so I know it was really hard for the people that run it. So your guys' support is um, just means so much to them. Yeah. And so we want to make sure, to, you know, helping out the, our homeless population uh, has been hit really, really hard by this. And so it's a great way to set, kind of send some Easter cheer their way. Um, <clears throat> outside of that, I know we're on the middle of spring break. A lot of our groups are continuing to meet. 
over which we're break. so thankful for. Yeah, it's just helping us make sure we have strong connections um, as we move forward. But the coming week and the next week, we're going to jump back into our spring quarter. Our spring quarter is the shortest of all three of them. Uh, but more than ever, we're going to offer the opportunity for new people to jump in. We have quite a few people at our church that might not attend church every single weekend, but they call Cross Point home. And in a season like we're going through right now, uh, there's a change that's causing a lot of them to long for community. And so we're hoping that we're going to get some new people to jump in. Um, we're kind of, kind of, Beth and I will be placing people. Um, but it because it's a season where we're not going to be meeting together physically, we need to do uh, above and beyond communicating, texting, calling to make sure that they know that they're welcome to join the call, the Zoom call or the Facebook call, FaceTime call, whatever it is. And we know that's going to be hard for some of you guys to have not actually physically met someone and to invite them in. So I still encourage you to send out an email to your group ahead of time, just letting them know, like, hey, we're going to have a new person coming in. So same rules apply as a physical gathering of no inside jokes, things like that. You know, you might want to do like an icebreaker or get to know you just so that everyone feels welcome and acquainted. Yeah. And we'll even work on trying to think through some icebreakers too uh, for next week that you guys can do via Zoom if it's going to be your first Zoom meeting or your first FaceTime meeting or whatever. Um, I think too, one thing I would suggest, if you do have a new person joining your group, see if you can't as a leader schedule a personal FaceTime call or a personal phone call at the least with that individual before the group starts. So you yeah, as, that's as, smart, leader, Tim. You as a leader can get to, to do some kind of more elaborate, get to know you stuff with them get to know what they're, maybe where they're at with the Lord, how long they've been coming to Crosspoint, some things, and that way you can bring that information into the group. Um, <clears throat> that, would do, that would do a lot to help bring them up to speed. Yes. When, it's com when it comes to leading a group in the digital realm, we have to think through things a little bit differently. And so we want to just right now just give you guys some quick tips we're going to be sending a couple links to some stuff uh, that we found online, some how-to guides that will be in the email this week. Uh, I encourage you to send those out to your entire group um, mm -hmm. via text message or email, um, just so your entire group kind of knows, because some of our people will be well adapted at how to meet online. Some people do this every single day, it seems like. Mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. Other the people in our group, this will be an entirely new experience. Um, so first things first, when it comes to um, meeting digitally versus meeting in person, um, conversation does not flow as naturally uh, as it does in person. Uh -huh. um, sometimes, especially when, if you were going to meet with your entire group and you have 12 to 14 people on, on a Zoom call, um, it can be hard to have a full-on discussion. So you have to direct the conversation uh, sometimes more than you would in person. Mm -hmm. One of the great ways, especially if you're meeting on Zoom, and I encourage Zoom, is there is a mute button. <laughs> and I encourage you to set up your meeting. When you go to establish your meeting, one of the buttons you can press on there is you can press mute all to start. So that way when everybody on boards, they're gonna onboard muted. And for them to be able to talk, they're gonna to have to unmute themselves. 
What's helpful in Zoom is there's a little icon in the lower left-hand corner of their screen that shows if they're muted or not. Mm -hmm. So it's a way to give everyone a social cue in the group to, to say, okay, when somebody unmutes themselves, that means they have something to say and they want to share it next. And to be really mindful because you will have those introverts that will never want to unmute themselves. So this is more important than ever to have direct um, calling out of someone, but like gently, like, you know, hey, Tim, what did you think of that point? Or hey, Tim, how are you? And invite them into the conversation. Yeah. And so I actually recommend doing that, trying to roll the discussion that way. Just realize that for some of the people inside the group, this is going to be feel more forced and less natural. And so they're going to be outside their comfort zones. Be careful not to judge particular body behavior or facial expressions because some people are just way outside. I mean, they're scared already and now they're trying to do something that they've never done before. And so um, just be, be slow to judge what their facial expressions are actually meaning in that moment. But I would recommend that you set etiquette. Certain things that every article is going to tell you about setting digital etiquette is, um, hey, y'all been in your homes for who knows how long. Y'all haven't, y'all haven't flat ironed your bangs today. Y'all haven't, you know, maybe haven't brushed your teeth today. But our appearances do matter. This is not a phone call. So what, you, you know, how you look and where you're at, people are going to see that. So try to get them to pick a, uh, I particularly think, think about having them sit with their back to a wall, uh, sit with their back to the closed end of the room. So the kids aren't walking around in the background and being distracted. Just to eliminate distraction. Lighting matters. You know, sometimes we can be too, too, or backlit. And so we can't see the actual person's face and that's hard. Uh, ambient noise inside the rooms like you'll notice even today we're on a zoom call and sometimes dogs are barking sometimes you know the kids are in the birds background. are chirping yeah, yeah they're chirping lots of us live with alexa just totally speaking in the background playing music all the time <laughs> that's not that's not like we we shouldn't do that um but just think through this to so plan this out just like we ask you guys to plan out how to manage a host home now we're asking everyone in the group to think about how they are hosting their digital space. Um, and I think if you preface it with the links that we send out to the group of like, hey guys, like here's some good ideas. That way later, if something is super distracting, you can be able to follow up personally and individually with, hey, with you, you know, doing that in the background, it was really distracting. Did you get a chance to read the email? Things like that. So totally. everyone's kind of coming in on the same page. Because if you don't make them aware, and you don't call them out, then and it irritates you, then you're just kind of stuck with it. So you want to front load as much as possible. I would, I would say that 100% with your group text messages, uh, the links, the, the things we're going to send you out, but then also just a, a reminder, hey, when we jump on, think about noise level, think about location, think about what you're wearing. Looking forward to talking to you guys. Um, I, think, I think too, uh, going into a, a digital meeting with a plan is key. Some of our groups are just going to use this time and they're going to kind of throw away the intersect and they're just going to connect. If that's what you guys choose to do or the first, first few meetings back, I'm hundred percent okay with that. Um, we have a lot of real prayer requests. We have a lot of real needs. So making sure our groups are connecting and caring is essential in this time. Um, but if you are going to run a meeting, uh, Zoom particularly has time limits that are set on it. Um, and also realizing that, uh, we're, we don't have childcare. We don't have 
the convenience of normal. So I think trying to keep our meetings shorter is usually more successful. Uh, I know my group has been meeting uh, via uh, FaceTime and Zoom over the last two weeks, and we have separated the men and women. It's just too difficult for our group um, to meet in a combined group. Uh, we can't meet later tonight. A lot of groups are meeting later than they normally do, putting the kids to bed. Mm -hmm. Guys that are still at work. We have multiple police officers in our group and stuff like this. That's just not feasible. So what we are doing is the guys are starting at seven, the women are starting at eight. So we have like 45, 50 minutes for the group. And so what I've kind of done is I thought through, okay, what's essential? When I start at, when I start a face, when I start my small group, I usually leave five minutes to kind of just chit chat up in the front, just kind of stalling, realizing that um, realizing that uh, that people are going to be as late to your digital group as they are to your your regular small group. So give them five minutes to do that. After that, I usually spend around 10 minutes just catching up. So some I've done like highs or lows or like what's one thing that stuck out to you from your week? And that's, mm -hmm. my, that's my intro question. So I'm not asking that first question on the intersect. Um, and then realizing that I only have like 20 to 25 minutes to have some real discussion. I wanna focus my time over this period on God's word. And so I'm skipping some of the discussion questions and I'm going straight into, uh, into the Bible. And <clears throat> I've actually been taking a, a whole chapter of scripture with my small group guys and using that chapter of scripture. So the chapter that we're teaching on. So this last week we, we read 1 Samuel 17, knowing that Steve is going to be preaching on 1 Samuel 17 this weekend. So did you preface the group ahead of time that you were going to be reading it or you read it in the group? No, we multiple times. So at the end of the, at the end of our small group, I said, here's the chapter we're reading for next week. And then when I gave them the text reminder going in that day, I said, oh, guys, remember, here's a chapter we're reading. And I also told them when we're reading the chapter of scripture, and you can do the same thing with the passages that are inside the intersect. Hey, here's mm -hmm. the passages that we're reading in our text message. Mm -hmm. Here's the four questions that I ask my guys to ask themselves while they're reading it. What can I learn about God in this passage? What can I learn about myself in this passage? What do I think this passage meant to the people then? Or what does this passage meet to us now? And so those four questions are things that I'm going across every single week right now in small group. I'm using my intersect as a guide. I might use the, the actual passages in the intersect, or I might just use the passages of scripture that we taught on or are going to teach on. But knowing and, that we have 25 minutes, I want to keep our conversations focused on scripture. And again, guys, knowing that you're leaders in this position because we have high trust for you. So you guys being able to determine what you think is best for your group. So this last week, our group, we literally just did check-ins of, you know, how are you? How are things going? You know, we have people that are not working, you know, small businesses being shut down. And so it's just a lot of time of meeting and connecting and prayer. So whatever you guys are going to fill, what works for you. I just think um, in this, we're asking you guys to lead really ahead of time to prepare the group, to let them know what the night is going to look like. I, I think that's, you have to be sensitive to your group. Mm -hmm. group, most people in my group have not had not lost their jobs because they're working in essential businesses and so um we're just trying to care for them in that time especially the guy side of the group um they're kind of working that hey i still have to go to work 
and their their wives are the ones that are stuck at home with all the kids and the chaos and this and that and so it's you have to fill out your group and know what um what is going on in that in that season i think too in this in this time where we're meeting digitally we have to think more holistically when it comes to leading our groups so it's uh, what we're doing for our connection is not just going to be done in the two hour time period on the tuesday wednesday or thursday night but rather like prayer request move your prayer request and your prayer time outside of your group time mm-hmm. so, do do prayer requests via text message do actual prayer time um, over the phone and say, Hey, uh, we're not going to pray right now. Here's what we know, what we're praying about as a group, but I want you two to call each other this week and pray with each other. I want you two to call each other and pray with each other. And so you're actually forcing connections outside of your group time, which I think is, is awesome. That's good. That's smart, Tim. Um, just knowing that guys that we're going to be in this season for at least several more weeks, uh, if not longer, uh, there's a chance that we could spend the entire spring quarter uh, in, in a place where we are digitally connecting. I hope that's not true. Um, but if and it is, I think God can do amazing things through it as long as we lead well. Absolutely. I just want to encourage you guys, um, the Zoom times that I've had with, you know, the staff at Crosspoint, but also just with my friends and with my small group has really like been able to impact the day to be able to have that point of community. Community is so important right now in a time where we're all physically isolated. So I just wanna encourage you guys, you know, if they're not able to do a full Zoom meeting together, that, you know, you could do it individually, just work different ways and just be super creative. But I really wanna encourage like a face-to-face contact versus just text message and phone calls. Cause I think that part of community, like Tim said, is it's, it's so important. Yeah. And I think one of the things I found too is, and I'm not a FaceTime person. Before this, I, I hated it. I hated it. But now I'm trying to, you know, knowing that, hey, I'm going to push myself past my comfort zone because this is what's best for me. But this is also what's best for us as people in, in the community. Um, if you have an iPhone and people you're connecting have an iPhone, you can start a FaceTime call with any group text message you have. Mm-hmm. I've established groups of people that I'm that I have on there and you simply pressed FaceTime on a group text message and it sends out a FaceTime request to everyone in that group. That's what my small group guys are doing. And it's awesome to kind of see that we're connecting more, I think now than we did before because of these kind of means. And so I just want to encourage you guys on this. If you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's podcast, please go back. Please do. So good. And- Right now in this season, I know you're getting a ton of information, a ton of emails. We're trying to keep our emails limited to you guys for just one a week. We're trying to pack that email with a lot of information in order to help you guys lead in the season. Please take the time to read those emails. Know that you guys are cared for. Know that we love you. and We're so thankful for you in this season. If you have any questions, give us a call. Please uh, do. Please do. Guys. And uh, know we're excited to hear how these groups go. So send us those pictures. Yes, keep sending them. Love you guys. Thank you. Take care. Talk to you soon.